What is up, everybody? Episode 82 of J5, getting live here on Wednesday, February 15th, 2023. Football season is over now. Basketball season's in full swing. Hockey in full swing. And baseball getting underway with pitchers and catchers. Still seven weeks to opening day, so don't get too excited. But World Baseball Classic coming, so on and so forth. But last week, what a crazy week. On the last episode of J5 Getting Live, Kyrie Irving had just gotten traded to the Dallas Mavs. He's gone. He's succeeded there thus far. But as we know, that situation is just a ticking time bomb. The Knicks traded for Josh Hart. Rumors were swirling late Wednesday that they were trying to get Zach Levine. They did not. Late Thursday, I should say. They were trying to get Zach Levine. They did not. And then, finally, the big news was the Brooklyn Nets sent Kevin Durant packing to Phoenix. Not for the Super Bowl. Not for the waste management, but permanently to be a son. And I think they did okay on the trade, honestly. Like, they weren't going to get back equal talent. They weren't going to, they got back a bunch of picks that could be good later on. And they sent Durant where he wanted to go at the end of the day. And the Nets were a failed experiment. You give the Nets credit. Now, looking back, as a, as a Nets hater, I could say this. At the end of the day, when two superstars want to come to your team, you got to go for it. But the fact that it failed so abysm- abysmally is a lesson to be learned moving forward. So that's my take on that. The Knicks improved. They haven't done enough to improve their situation. So, you take that with a grain of salt. They're going to be the sixth seed. I think maybe the five seed if things break right for them. But I think the sixth seed is going to be where they top out. They need to start getting more out of R.J. Barrett. I'm a big R.J. fan. But they're just not getting enough out of him at this point. He... He hasn't blossomed this year like they needed him to. Slow start after slow start. And that contract could become an issue. I think that he still has the talent to be a a pro, a star in this league at some point. But the Knicks are going to need more out of him. Jalen Brunson has been everything you could possibly want and more. Julius Randle, again, all-star. He's been great. So... Very happy about that. What I would say is this, though. The Knicks need to find a way this offseason to get a disgruntled star. It's the bottom line. But I think that things have, have become different here in New York now. And 
you know, it's back to the Knicks running things, and the Nets go back to playing second fiddle. And the Nets are going to have to assess their situation here moving forward and try to figure out if they want Sean Marks to rebuild this situation or if they're going to want to let him go. Because at the end of the day, his experiment failed. It failed miserably. Now, to the big game. One of the better ones that we've had in a while. The game lived up to the hype for sure. The Eagles offense did all they possibly could in that game to win it. 24 first half points could have easily been 28. Seven. They, they, missed, they missed some opportunities late, definitely. But the Chiefs did what they do. They didn't panic. They were down in a hole. Could have been down a lot more. Could have been down 28-7 at the half. They weren't. They were down 24-14 after the Devontae Smith no-catch. And they flipped the switch after halftime. They ran the ball. They ran it extremely well. It was probably the best they ran the ball all year, which is saying a lot about the Eagles because that was the thing that they do the best. They force you to pass, and that pass rush gets after you. Mahomes moved around really well. Didn't matter that he was limping. The guy is just a gamer. And, you know, give Kadarius Tony his credit. Guy came to play. But but it was a huge, huge shift in the game the Devontae Smith no catch and the way the Chiefs were able to run the ball in the second half and give the Chiefs defense credit they gave up 11 second half points and their best off their best defense was their offense their offense stayed on the field they manufactured long drives and they didn't let the Eagles get explosive plays in the second half and I was watching the game with my dad and at one point I looked at him and I said Mahomes has to score quick I think it was, yeah, it was at, it was at 28, it was at 28, 27. I looked at my dad and I said, Mahomes has to score quick because if he scores not quick enough, he might not get the ball back or somewhere around there, somewhere around there. I forget where exactly in the game it was. But the Eagles were scoring at such a crazy rate that I knew Mahomes was going to have to get the ball twice to win the game. And they milked the clock perfectly at the end. Credit to McKinnon for not going in. Selfless play. Being a good teammate. Just a great game. And one more point. That punk, Nick Sirianni, doesn't deserve to coach Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a pro. The man is selfless. He always, like, gives credit where it's due. And for Jalen Hurts to have to knock down his coach's arm, 
when Sirianni was waving the Chiefs defense back when he thought that that play was going to stand to Devontae Smith right before the half. Just says all about that situation that you need to know. And I know that people are going to get caught up in, was it a hold, was it not a hold? Here's the bottom line. James Bradbury grabbed Juju Smith-Schuster twice, not once. He grabbed him on the initial move, and then he grabbed him again as Schuster broke for the end zone. So, yeah, do you hate to see a game end on a penalty like that? Absolutely. Of course. But it was so egregious, the refs had to call it. It's the bottom line. If it was the Giants, would I say the same thing? Probably not. But it was the Eagles. By the way, both of my picks hit. I had Chiefs plus the one and a half, and I had over uh, the 50 and a half or 51 and a half, whatever it was. So, finished the NFL season 61, 54, and 4. So, not great, not terrible, but a winning year nonetheless. Now, to the, to the baseball, because that's picked up again. Here's what I'm going to say. First things first. One. The the Mets seem to have come into this year very loose. The only tension they have right now, it seems like, is Alonzo's contract. And you kind of know that's going to get sorted out. And now... And now... They will deal with that. But I think what you saw from the Buck Showalter press conference joking around about Chipotle was that they they expect that. So I think that that's the bottom line. I think that they're going to be a loose team. It's going to have a lot of fun this year. I think they're going to win a lot of games. And I think they're going to be interesting. Now... To the Yankees. I was disappointed today. First, Frankie Montas out for the year. <laughs> Next, Aaron Boone in his press conference, he let us know about Montas. Talked about how Glaber might be the everyday second baseman. I don't buy that. I think that's just the Yankees fluffing talk up. I think that... <clears throat> I just think that the Yankees have a false set of expectations at this point. They are talking like they were so close to a World Series last year, whether it was Cashman or it was Boone today who said that he believes they closed the gap on the Astros and, you know, the American League got better. um, And it's not just the Astros. They got to worry about their own division and, you know, uh, we don't even know if we're going to make the playoffs. We have to earn that right. Dude, you're the Yankees. You better make the playoffs. It's not the expectation here in New York to just make the playoffs. So, listen, we got a long way to go. Pitchers and catchers just started. I'm trying to not get too negative yet, but what I'm saying is the tones between the two teams sound so different. The Mets sound loose. They sound excited. And the Yankees just sound tense early on. You know, Boone still feels like he's got to defend last year. 
he he keeps coming up with this cockamamie play and so on and so forth and you know I think that it's just one of those situations I think that we're at the point that you know the Yankees are going to do what they do I think they're going to win a lot of games in the regular season and I think they're going to flame out in the playoffs but I guess we'll see um I think the Mets are going to win a lot of games. I think there's a chance they win the NL East this year. But again, we'll see. We've got a long way to go. Obviously, no pick. Um, now that football is over. But I'm going to start working on something, whether it be maybe like a college basketball Saturdays or an NBA Saturdays or something um, to give you guys a little bit of talk on that. So i got to think that up. Next week, we're going to have Ant Sin. going to talk Nets. I'll have my... KD victory lap, and then we'll talk Yankees, since we'll be a little bit more into spring training by then, maybe a little World Baseball Classic, so on and so forth. But that's it, guys. That's an episode. Follow me on Instagram and on Twitter, at J-O-H-N-M-U-R-A-C-H-A-N-I-A-N. Follow me on TikTok, J, the number five, G-E-T-T-I-N-L-I-V-E. All right, guys, J5, out.